Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to FFC. I'm Maureen. I'm E. And I'm Jeanette. And we are back with our second to last Rule Summer breakdown. Now tonight we are giving you our, what has to be our final theories because it's all over after this. And we'll know how many of us were right, how many of us were wrong. They did kind of flip the script this week and we got it from, we've been getting it from a mix of everybody's perspective, but this week it was all Luke's perspective, which was, I thought it was odd the way it was shot. I'm going to be real honest about that. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of how many like weird random scenes they put in there just for two sentences. And then they went to something else. I didn't particularly enjoy that. It's almost like they were saying, you know, we need to build a bridge between this and that. So let's just Mm -hmm. talk these random scenes to make it make sense. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what it felt like to me. I'm glad we had them because Mm -hmm. we did get a few answers, but Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. It was a lot of information. It was (laughs) a lot of information. A lot of it I liked though, because I actually liked getting the Luke's perspective because I I was not... I was not comfortable hating him as much as I did mm-hmm. for the last couple episodes because I liked him so much to start with. So I just really wasn't comfortable. I did like that. I think that was smart to do that. I think we did need that information. It just felt, it felt more choppy than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And it also mm-hmm. felt like almost like a tool to be like, haha, you thought you were confused before. Wait yeah. till we mess you up now. This is what it well, felt like. I mean, mission accomplished though, because <laughs> everything I said weeks prior you can go ahead and just forget that those were said because i feel like i feel differently on everything now everything um all right well let's jump into we see that i thought for a second they were going to stick in 1990 and i'm glad they didn't yes i'm i think what do you think the purpose of that was it it did kind of show that steve wasn't as hard as we've been believing him to be when he's with his wife he was a good dad he was a good husband it seemed like I think that's what it was there for, for probably all of the Chambers, like family men, all the men or whatever, because I think we saw like just sort of just getting to see like Luke and Brett and Megan all playing together and happy. And then, like I said, like you said, we saw Steve kind of being a decent guy who seemed like he was really mm-hmm. loving and caring and maybe just to show that the trauma of losing her is really kind of what changed all of them um, was the purpose of that. But I mean, you we went straight from that to like jumping straight into like brent like drowning luke in the pool and mm-hmm. steve telling him not to be dramatic so they're definitely different people <laughs> than they were prior to this when she was yeah. still alive and they're talking about it too and actually you can see where steve tells luke that he reminds her of their mom mm-hmm. and then brent gets very particular and starts getting jabs in because he doesn't like that at all yeah i mean he obviously feels jealous and whatever it is i mean it this death has just messed them all up and i think Mm -hmm. that's the point of all of this and i think we also see steve i mean the same way he talked to isabella in the summer of 99 is the same way he talked to luke in september of 99 you're okay don't be dramatic what is why is this guy working so hard to protect brent even at the expense of luke like it it doesn't it's not good but it makes sense that he would do that at the expense of isabella who he has no connection to and doesn't care about her at all but Luke is his other son. So it just, it feels, it feels weird. It does feel weird. Especially if he's saying like Luke reminds him of the mom, like why? It, it seems like it should be the other way around. Like you would be more protective of Luke maybe. 
or maybe it's just that he just doesn't want to be reminded of her or I don't know there's got to be some sort of like psychological logic there like it could be that but at the same time I feel like it has to be more because he is I don't know if unnaturally is the right word but he is just so unnecessarily hard on Luke Mm -hmm. and he just like makes and at the same time he's making all these excuses for brent yep and i'm like well it's no wonder this poor kid has turned out to be such a teenager i mean look at who his father is yeah no i agree i mean and then like i think the other thing that we see kind of in the same time frame september of 99 right around there shows us that kind of who luke was maybe prior to some of these other things happening because we see him hanging out with megan and isabella they're taking a cosmo quiz which that brought back some flashbacks i was like oh man i want to take a cosmo quiz but um and all the guys kind of come up and like want him to go hang out with them but he like completely blows them off he's like no no i'm, I'm cool hanging out with with you guys um so at this point it's he's not wanting to be cool like he he does later on in front of all these guys so i think that was a little interesting to see all of that as well well i think that what that was was you could see because first of all they keep saying to luke in later 99 you've changed you've changed you've changed and we can see he has they're saying it like it's almost like they believe well you used to be one of us even though we can see that he was never really he preferred to hang out with megan and isabella yes he would go out before he started dating either one of them he would go out with them but i think the other thing there too is that when they're they're saying this and we can see that luke his attitude changes as he taught as his dad gets harder and harder and harder with him he tries to it's not even that he at, at first i was thinking he's trying to conform he's trying to be who his dad wants him to be we can see it's the exact opposite yeah he is desperately trying to pull away from his dad throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing. It's an interesting way to show us that and to highlight that that's what he's been doing. When we see him, we were seeing him up until this point. He's just becoming more like Steve. That apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He's just going to be like Steve. When that he was yeah. trying to do the opposite, but as he tried to do the opposite, he just got darker and darker and darker and darker. Mm-hmm. So let's let's move on to October ninety nine. I have one question. Did mm-hmm. anyone else think why in the world did they not go in the front door? Why did they walk the 17 miles around to the back of the house to get into the house? I don't know why that irritated me, but I didn't it did. That, I didn't think about that, but now I'm irritated. <laughs> they I were walking for so long to walk into the door by the pool. And when they got there, they didn't even go in. <laughs> it's minimal. It's, it has nothing to do with the storyline. I just kept thinking, why are they doing this? <laughs> I wonder, maybe, I wonder, like, you remember Parker said that they used to have a hideaway key? Only because I started rewatching the episodes. And mm-hmm. they were also at that back door. Oh, I wonder if the okay. Key back there, maybe Luke didn't carry one with him. That's only because I just rewatched that episode the other day. And Parker, they were at that back door looking for the key they used to hide. How big is that freaking house? It took them like 15 minutes to walk on oh, the I outside. I think it's pretty big. I think it's pretty big. My goodness. No one needs that kind of well. <sighs> yeah. But this is where Luke says it's worse when he's gone because yeah. Brent is away. At, Brent is away at Branson. So it's worse with Steve. And they have nothing to talk about. You just this tension is so thick. And the only time we see Steve actually happy is when he thinks that he is convinced Luke to do what his bidding is. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was sweet though, too. This is where he also tells Megan, I love the way he worded this. He said, You're my in case of anything, mm-hmm. in case of everything contact. And it was just like, just the way he worded that was just like, 
like I felt myself doing that over and over again for Luke who I'm like wait a minute no last week <laughs> you were a jerk and I didn't care what happened to you and now I'm like sad this whole episode so what took him from that who was sweet it was still weird how he got I still am creeped out by how soon after Isabella he got with Megan I think that's still weird and disgusting but what took him from that to the plunge where he was just like oh I'm gonna make out with you because I was feeling it I tell you here's what I think Okay, there is a moment, I don't remember when it is that he says that, but it's when Megan's already starting to pull away from him, and he, he's telling Steve about it. And Steve tells him, well, I wouldn't worry about it, there's sea. other fish in the sea. And I honestly think that his dad got in his head there, and he decided to try out the other fish. Mm-hmm. Now you say that, I remember having that same thought, because it was the day of the plunge. Yes, I think it was Steve that caused that to happen. And maybe mm. that's why he then blamed it on Isabella because he was so, maybe he was really remorseful after he did it. And he was like, oh God, I got to cover my tracks here. Like, cause you know, we don't, we don't want Megan to think that I did this. I don't know. Yeah. And this, this Coast Guard, is this the first time we're hearing about the Coast Guard thing? Mm-hmm. Cause this is like feel- brand new information. I feel like it's brand new. Okay. It is. Like I always assumed he wanted to go into law enforcement because he hung out with the sheriff so much. Yeah. Which I guess the military law enforcement, it's not that far of no. a jump from each other. So it's basically you know. just military on it's law enforcement on the water, which is what he wanted to do. He likes the water. Yeah. How aggressive Steve disagreed with Luke over this. It was just an idea. And the way he spoke to Luke was mm-hmm. so astoundingly aggressive that you could almost see Steve doing any manner of things. It was so aggressive and it was so business-like you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like he was speaking to um one of his employees who isn't doing their job right yep and it's ending with okay now you're going to do what I what I want yes okay dismissed and then if the answer's no you're fired get out yeah that's what it felt like to me and at this point I'm like well maybe Luke needs to be fired because (laughs) this father-son relationship relationship is just not working out but it did i don't know i was really uncomfortable watching it i'm like it's okay this isn't real but <laughs> and did you all remember when i was re-watching again too like did you all remember that um steve was also in the military i think the army maybe no he well, mentioned when he's I talking about that. when this when the tapes get turned in and he's talking about how you know back when i was in the army we called guys oh like yeah Brent. I was like, "There's, is there a story there? Like, did did you hate being in the military? Because he makes the comments about that won't feed your family, that won't do this, that won't do that. So I'm like, what's the story there, Steve? Like, why are you so against this? I wonder if part of the money came from his wife and her family and he was kind of ushered in and then he had to prove himself once he was in there. Maybe. That's real. There's... I mean, do we know much about their mother no. except nope. she died? Mm-mm. Reminds we know what her birthday is vaguely. <laughs> that's about it. Right. Sometime in September. Yeah. I wonder if that's it because I I thought that was weird too how he brought that up. I did forget about the conversation he had with Brent about it though. Mm-hmm. But I think it would make sense that if the money was hers and he had to build this empire, it would explain why he pushes so hard. And he has mm-hmm. to go so hard at it. There very well could be something with that. I don't know. And the interesting thing there is the the different way the sheriff reacted when Luke told him about this. 
You have Steve aggressive. No, you're doing this or you're getting out. And then the sheriff saying the sheriff is actually pushing him to make things right with his dad. The sheriff is actually Mm -hmm. pushing him to continue to talk to his dad and let his dad see and let him know. But the most interesting takeaway from that conversation is where Luke says, no, if I do this, I'm going to blow up my entire life. I'm going to pull the ripcord. And I think that is a very, very, very big detail for what's coming next week. I do too. And it plays heavily into my theory this week. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And that's, that's in October of 99 where he's telling, he doesn't want any change with Megan. That's in October of 99. Mm -hmm. And just two months later, there's a lot of change thrown in his lap and his, his and Megan's relationship is imploding. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's actually, we can probably pinpoint his downward spiral to right then. Probably. In October yeah. of 99. That's when he starts yeah. to become this tool. And that's where, yeah. now who, who said in our group chat, when we're in November 99, who said in the group chat that they think that maybe this is his viewpoint of how Isabella was to him and maybe not really how he was. Who said that? Was that it Melanie? Might, it was Melanie. And I agree. Cause I said mm-hmm. this too, because. I think the fact that this is the first episode that we're seeing her be so outwardly like possessive. He's mine. And this, you know, she's never been like that. Mm-mm. And we also see that her and Luke were friendly. Like some of her attitudes didn't match up. And this is the first episode we've seen from his point of view. So I think it, and it also, it's also not really until here where you're saying this is where his downward spiral begins that we start seeing her have that attitude. Cause I feel like it wasn't, he chose to hang out with them back in September. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there were moments. It was this moment here, this Matrix thing, which I knew it was Matrix costumes. By the way, I could tell. I know that was the only thing I was thinking. Was that was right. There it was. There it was. I know. I could tell. But like she was so like she flat out said, "You want to be the hero in her story, but there is not enough room for the both of us." Mm-hmm. Which I just Isabella is way too careful about her like image. I can't imagine that that is truthfully what she says. It's almost like that's what Luke heard. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know, it's interesting. I would love to almost see a flashback to see like, what did she really say? Like if they could like show mm-hmm. something at some point, like, is that what she actually said to him? Because it felt really wrong. Or what was the context? Because maybe their context, maybe she did actually say that, but, but they were his, joking. But yeah. his context is just completely off mm-hmm. from what yeah. it actually is. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Maybe she was saying that she needs to go off on her own and not yeah. But the other thing too, is that we see now, obviously we're going in chronological order, but this is not how it was shown. We mm-hmm. see these in between Luke waking up tied to a bed and then they go back into these flashbacks. So we have to remember he is, he was already drunk when he got to the cabin and then he was fed more booze on top of benzos mixed sure. together and he was in and out of consciousness. So there's a very real possibility that after Isabella shot him, when he passes out or when he goes into like this sleepy state that he's reimagining every interaction with her and trying mm-hmm. to play out what happened. And so he's, that could be, cause you had said you thought maybe it was somebody's, I don't remember, but you thought it was in their head. Maybe yeah. it really was in Luke's head. This is just what he's going through his head while he's out from all the crap that they gave him. Cause he's also losing blood. I mean, I know it's not mm-hmm. homework, but I mean, I think that combined with everything else that's going on. Yeah. He is, you know what I mean? Like, I think it could definitely like mess mm-hmm. with your head. I mean, there's also a moment in November of 99 where Isabella also, when they come back from the bar and like, they've all, they've forgotten they had plans with him or whatever. And Isabella is like making it a point to like, <laughs> talk about like some other guy 
which also didn't feel like Isabel. Like no, this all just felt really wrong. And like, why she, she was the one telling it? everybody they're inevitable, they're endgame. Yeah, like I'm not saying she didn't feel these things because I think maybe she did, but like I think she per- she's too good at what she does mm-hmm. to just slip up and say these things and to make yeah. these kind of mistakes. So I don't know. It felt weird in my and opinion. Maybe that was part of luke putting on the spin because it looked like megan and isabel are working together to harm him so he was reviewing that interaction as okay well megan is clearly trying to hide things from me so that was his fight or flight mode was trying to pinpoint who the danger was yeah yeah also maybe he's a little bit of a schizophrenic what if his mom's not really dead because we find out she wasn't sick that's not how she died no and what if he's surprised she came back because that was her on the dock I really don't think that's going to happen, but I think that would be entertaining. That would definitely be entertaining. That had not crossed my mind even for a second, but entertaining, definitely. Well, because there has to be, because this is so, the tone of this, not just from, oh, it's Luke's perspective, but the tone of this last episode was so starkingly, that's not a word, starkingly a word? I don't know. I would have thought it was. Strikingly. There we go. Strikingly. This episode was so strikingly different in tone from everything else we've learned about them. Now, we could say, well, we just didn't really know the real them. But the consistency that these characters have shown, we don't trust any of them, including Isabel. We don't trust her. But this was not who she has played. This is not the part she has played in any point in time throughout this whole thing. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I mean, Brent was one that was on. I mean, I feel like he stayed Uh. true to character with his, um, about the girl's perform better in stealth mode he is like doing a rapid descent right back to who you originally thought of him as <laughs> like Brent, can you just because sh- i was really trying to root for you so please just stop talking like i was really trying talking. i think for like a couple seconds in this whole seat in this whole season i was like maybe brent is an okay guy and luke is just you know the you know hot mess but then mm-hmm. he said i was like ew dude no yeah, it was a gross terrible. conversation. That was a disgusting time. Um, the that way the so gross. Freddie, Terry, Jerry, Jim, whatever their names are, <laughs> those other two dudes. The way they were looking at Brent when he was saying this was so disgusting. Like, who yeah. are you people? I don't know. I'm like, my God, is that the way teenage boys are? Like, I know teenage boys are gross, but I guess I didn't realize. I don't remember high gross. school being like that. <laughs> Maybe they didn't and that I mean that was that was I was the same age as them at that point and I don't remember anybody in my high school being like that I don't know it was but when they said to Luke you would never do that that's when Luke kind of got the idea and Luke could have just let it slide mm-hmm. but there was something about the way that Jeff said it to him what he said to him I cannot remember what he said but he didn't turn around and look at Luke and he just said some comment about what the type of man that Luke was and I think that was what kind of pushed Luke over the edge to do it would be more helpful if I remember what he said but I don't <laughs> I do remember what you're talking about, but I can't remember exactly what was said. But it was definitely more of a like, oh, but you know, Luke Chambers, he would never do that. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something to that effect. Kind of yeah. like And that's that plays into too when we see them in the same time period at the sheriff station when Jeff comes and I'm <laughs> I think somebody put it in our chat, Jeff saying everything that all of us are thinking. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though, because I feel like we said these exact words on our podcast about Brent last week, that that's the only thing that set him aside from Luke is that he may be a jerk and he's, you know, an asshole, as Jeff called him, but he's honest about it, whereas mm-hmm. Luke tries to hide it and pretend that he's someone different. 
And he does way more harm by doing that. And Brent does plenty of harm. I am not excusing Absolutely. anything he is doing. He is disgusting. Mm-hmm. He does horrible things. Luke has done the same thing, but held up like a paragon of virtue with by the people around him. You know what you're going to get with Brent. It's like you're, mm-hmm. if you choose to get involved, you already knew what you were getting into. Exactly. He's going to surprise you and hurt you and you think you're safe with him. So that's the problem, I think. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, moving into December of 99, what do you think, because that trip to Madrid seemed, I don't know, weird out of pocket for me. It didn't, it didn't connect with me really because Megan had a scholarship. She had big plans for where she was going to go. Of course, it's a summer trip, but, but. How would she have afforded that? That's what I was yes. wondering. Like, she wouldn't even take any money from Megan or from Isabella for anything. Yeah. So this felt Unless Weird. it was one of those things, because Megan kept saying, like, if we go, and, you know, Isabel was like, no, no, no. So unless it was just one of those, like, Megan was just entertaining the thought, had no intention of actually, That's true. like, following through. But, like, and Isabella was using it as a way to, like, push Luke's buttons by continuing to talk about it, which, again, felt strange. We have not mm-hmm. seen Isabella do these kinds of things. Like, it was I don't know. All of it was very weird. Mm-hmm. The way Isabella was portrayed this episode, but then again, the way she was portrayed this episode is kind of how we all thought her to be in the beginning, the first couple episodes. So I'm like, which one is like the other episodes we've sort of seen from her perspective and Megan's, which maybe that's downplayed who she is. Who is she really? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe Luke maybe is Luke, the one who got it right. Maybe he was seeing the real her. I don't know. And there, there was that one line she said when Megan said, oh, I think I have this for you. And she said, oh, no, I'm just getting started. And then she glared at Luke. So there's, yeah. But the where that tied into for me was when she came down with the gun, when he was tied up in the cabin. That mm-hmm. felt like a direct, like that felt like the same person. Yes, it still felt off when she said it, but when she came down with the gun, also felt like whoa, crazy pants. Why? Why are we going to this route all of a sudden? Yeah, so we took it a little step further there. Maybe she was actually letting out these little crazy pieces of her personality to kind of push Luke in the same way that she would maybe go Trevor or Lisa. Mm-hmm. And she's she's doing this in bits and pieces, but yeah. not enough for anyone else to really latch on except for the person she's trying to harm. Because we've mentioned she is too good at what she does. True. Maybe this is her trying to make Luke fall off the deep end. Mm-hmm. And then, when, oh my gosh, what his dad said, I almost wanted to slap him. I'm so sick of trying to fix you. Fix him from what? What's wrong with him? Like, I mean, I don't understand. Like, just because he doesn't want to be a business major? Like, my goodness. I hated it so much because I was like, well, first of all, he doesn't need to be fixed. Second of all, if you're sick of trying to fix him, then just oh. stop doing it. It's not like this kid wants to, like, be a bum and, like, you know, go off and try his career as an artist or like it, i mean he's going to the coast guard guys like this isn't like i mean I, it would be different if my kid was like you know oh mom i'm gonna be an actress and we're gonna like move well i mean i don't know maybe we should try something else first like but like he's going into the coast guard like this is a perfectly acceptable like career choice it's not like he's saying i want to take a gap year and move to san francisco and find myself no he's happy. <laughs> plan for his life isn't that what parents want their kids to have to have some kind of plan and you can't be saying like you know oh you're worried about you know because i can understand some people you know you worry about like you know if you want to 
become like a marine on the front lines like okay like that's worrisome because you know it's dangerous but i mean not that the coast guard but i don't know he's just wanting to go to the coast guard academy this is all he wants to do he could still very well go into business after this like he's just wanting to like i don't know it just feels weird that he is so against this that it's like you're throwing away your life with this like who says stuff like that that's weird to me it was horribly mean and this is too where we like i said this episode made me think that steve is capable of anything and so when they talked about the car accident i remember when i said back in episode one or two i think steve may have killed his wife but then we thought she was sick and died yeah now we find out that steve was supposed to be the one driving that car uh-huh. but some work thing pulled him away all of a sudden and he couldn't drive the car so it was luke who is the ultimate disappointment to Steve and his wife driving this car, and only the wife died. Part of me thinks, Stephen, what did you do to that car? That was where my first thought went. I didn't think about that. but So I think Luke even says to his dad, we would have all been better off if you had been the one driving, but he also says, you wish it was me that died. Mm-hmm. Stephen did not even say you're wrong. He didn't mm-hmm. say, no, I'm glad you survived. I'm glad. He didn't say any of that. He didn't even make a half-hearted attempt. No, he just kept on going. And so we have to believe it's true. Is he really sad that Luke didn't also die? Were they both supposed to die? Was Brent the golden child who does whatever dad says and is under his thumb? Was he the one who was supposed to? I don't don't really think they will show that, but it just shows that that's what Steve is capable of. Yeah, except I, everything we've seen makes me believe that Steve like cherished his wife like he i mean we've seen him talk about how great she was we talk about how he honors her at the christmas party with like her favorite movie and like i don't know i really feel like he i don't know i don't know if i if i buy into that now did he wish it was luke that died instead of his wife maybe but luke just said the same thing to him they had been better if you were the one driving so i'm like that's also a really terrible thing to say to your father luke like it know, is, both. but look at how his father has been treating him, too. Well, I know, but I, I like Luke think... was pushed to that point. And I, I think that know. Steve, we've made enough comments through this whole season that Steve cares more about reputation than his own family. He I cares agree. more about how he's perceived than his own family. So the crap that he's putting on about his his wife and her favorite stuff, he's also dating someone that he works that works for him at that point in time. But we saw so, in that video, which would have been very close to when she died, I agree. the look at... I really think oh, he was. Do we know it was really her. close to when he died? When she died, or were they just watching it because it was her birthday and that was when it was they, recorded? They said it had been eight years from 1999, so she died the next year, year before she died. Okay, I mean maybe Steve started to get into some bad things and his wife wasn't for it. I don't know. I don't really Possible. think he killed his wife. I just yeah. think that they're trying to show us that Steve is capable of anything. Yeah, I would agree. And then of course we see in this too. Where Megan gets the idea for the letter that she, we have to believe she wrote it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they're going to show us in the last episode that she also came there and Luke wrote this and said, hey, forgive me for anything I did. Just hand this to my dad. Yeah, was, I don't think so. What she said to her mom really did feel true that she sat by the phone waiting for him to call every day. Mm-hmm. Some part of that true. felt true. Mm-hmm. So why would she think that was going to happen after the last time she would seen him? He, she left him tied up and shot. Why would she think he's going to call her after well, that? Well, except for she unless, told him she's pregnant. Unless he, because he was gone and she just held on to some hope that, like, until the body was found, that he did run away because of the stuff he was talking about. Yeah. And I do, I do think that Steve could have a hand in something because, I mean, 
he did get very physical with Brent at this party. And I, it was interesting that they showed us from that perspective because I'm trying to think back to that episode of when would he have had time to pull Luke aside because I was pretty sure that Megan and him were together the whole time. So when did he pull him aside at this Christmas party? But they made a point to show us it was after Luke told Megan he loved her mm-hmm. and, but, and before the tape. And here's the interesting about the tape. Okay, so we know he goes and grabs it. I, I don't, I think he thought it was one of Brent's because it was laying there with those. I don't, because I still don't know that I think luke would have shown would have done that to megan i think he thought he was getting one of brands because that would have showed golden boy like doing something mm-hmm. too like because he does do like genu- i went back and watched that episode yep he looks shocked he, he is genuinely shocked so i think because it was laying up all the others he thought it was brent but if you watch brent's face brent looks a little like like brent knew i still don't think brent knew megan was on the tape because i don't think he watched the whole tape but I think he watched part of it enough to believe that it was Luke and Isabella. And that's why he was like. I think that it was more like, haha, gotcha. When he played the tape. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I still like, I think Brent knew. Cause Brent doesn't look shocked at all. And I feel like Brent would be shocked. Like, Oh my God. Like Luke. You I don't think he tape? would be like, I don't know. I think he would be disgustingly proud. But he doesn't even look proud. He looks like almost smug. Yeah, like he caught Luke in a gotcha. It's what it looks like. So I don't know. And I don't think he thinks that I don't think he realized ever realized it was Megan on the tape because I think he would have been angry with Luke. I, I still think there's a soft spot for Megan. He would have been angry mm-hmm. for Luke doing that to her. And you have to know that, I mean, what would that solve for Luke if Luke intentionally played the tape of him, Megan? What would that solve yeah. for him? It would make things astronomically worse for him. Mm-hmm. And it did. Yeah. My only question is, how did the tape end up in Brett's stash? That's what I'm saying. I did, think Brent watched it. But not yeah, but how did he get the tape, though? Did Luke leave it for him to be like, hmm, see, I can make a tape, which makes Maybe. Luke just as responsible. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't even know if, this, that, if that's important, but I think that that would be a depiction of his character. Yeah. How, how, how he got the tape. Yeah, true. But I was trying to see which room he was in, and I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I just saw a stack of tapes. <laughs> I just assumed it was Brent's because of the stack of tapes. I yeah. don't know. That scene at the cabin, though, when they're all out there and <laughs> they're being so disgusting. Like, maybe this was what guys were like when I was in high school. And I just completely missed it because I don't hang. I didn't have these powwows with dudes where we all sat around just me and them. So I didn't yeah. hear it. But that was that was gross. Like, every yeah. part of that was disgusting. Even Jeff, when oh, I couldn't remember his name for a minute, when Luke led them to believe yeah it really was his bill yeah i understood he didn't outright come and say it but the fact that when he was called on it he was like yeah and the look on jeff's face was completely floored yeah i don't know the fact that jeff entertains all that of course that right there that's where i mean jeff was sort of telling him because he was like yeah it's all smoke and mirrors because we find out yeah. we remember we found out jeff knew it was megan on the tape because of the laugh so, yep mm-hmm. yeah but see that yeah this is where like after that, like Steve is talking to Luke, and Luke is actually con- kind of confiding in him a little bit that things are different with Megan after the tape yep. was revealed and stuff. And that's when he told him there's plenty of fish in the sea. I was like, well, that's disgusting. And it's just not only is it your son's girlfriend, but it is the woman that you supposedly love's daughter yep. as well. So, but he also, because going back and rewatching at that Christmas party, he told Debbie even that, like, they were too young to tie themselves down mm-hmm. so it sounds like he's been against him being with megan for a while well yeah because i think that he uh, i i first of all i think that from a parent it is kind of sound advice that 
don't hitch yourself so tightly Absolutely. to the person you're with in high school that you do everything for them no matter what. I mean, yeah, if you're meant to be together, you're meant to be together, whatever. But there's a danger there. Yeah. So there's some part of you that wants to be like, well, kind of right. But then also the reasons, his motivations behind it are what's wrong because he right. wanted Luke to be this empire of business. And I think he wanted Luke to go outside of her because he thought he could do better. He's a chambers. He can do better. Yeah. But what does that say about Steve and Debbie? I know. Cause I mean, I thought he really cared about Debbie. I mean, it, it appears that way anyway. So I don't, I don't know. Although Debbie does work maybe for not. him. So maybe it's just, this is my side piece after I had my very wealthy, beautiful wife. Well, and I think Debbie is sort of, by the time in 99, we've almost molded her into being sort of that perfect little like yeah, trophy wife next to him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. All right. So let's dive into but, the last part of this episode. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Yes. Winter 2000. I kind of felt bad for Luke. Like, dude, you couldn't figure it out that you could untie those sooner. <laughs> I felt the really whole- bad for him. I was like, this poor guy, like, I'm it's like, sh- you know, his ear's just been shot and he's tied up. His ear looks so jacked up. It was, yeah. it was like squared off. Oh my gosh. But like, in the look- last episode, it looked like it was just a tiny little nick, but this time it looked like she shot the whole bottom part of the ear off. I mean, it- I'm not like- laughing because it's funny. I want to be clear about that. I'm laughing because costume you know and makeup that. kind of failed that a little bit. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I mean- keep going. I just love how, like, they were just going to leave. Like, Isabella's like, let's just leave him. Like, what? Of course she is. She shot him. But, like, they're, uh, he's going to, what do you think going to happen when you come back in the morning? I mean, she even took the tape. Like, you know what? Think about what you did. Which, you know, messed up. I was like, shoot. Because I thought for sure somebody was going to come in and find that tape or whatever. So. Well, what she they, did there was, this is my insurance policy. Not so much think about what you did, but you better yeah. not tell because I will show this to everybody. Which. Even if you show that, like, mm-hmm. that's okay. You're because on tape shooting him. You shot me, which is going to be worse than anything I've just admitted to do. Right? <laughs> At least Sorry. none of what he did pre- prior to that was illegal. <laughs> I mean, I guess filming Megan was illegal, but still not the same illegal as, like, shooting someone. No! Or, or <laughs> tying them up, drugging them, holding, holding them, them hostage. Will, like, that's way worse, guys. If we're trying to have a contest of who's doing the most illegal things, I mean, I think Isabel's <laughs> gonna win this one. Hey, she likes to win. <laughs> that is true. But okay, here's another part. This is where, so obviously Megan doesn't want to leave, and she decides to tell him right now that she's pregnant, and he doesn't react the way that she thought it. Which I was a little disappointed in how he reacted to, but at the same time. Tied him up and drugged him and then shot him. And then dropped him with some news of, hey, we're going to have a baby together. So, like, give him just a moment to, like, process that. Because I honestly think Luke would have, given time to think about that, would have reacted to that differently. Mm -hmm. Because I just, I I had it in my head that it would have been Megan that would have wanted the baby to be taken care of. Oh, I didn't because of just her wanting to get out of that like town so badly like i thought for sure it was gonna be her and he would be the one like yeah let's let's have a family let's you know i don't know he just struck me as oh yeah no of, that's what i thought yeah yeah i, ha- I thought you were saying here, the opposite he's like my dad can take care of that like oh luke that's gross but okay like just to word it like that like <laughs> it is gross but here's the thing i understand it because again she is telling him this, expecting him to be like, yes. oh, baby, you have this kid tied mm-hmm. up, scared out of his mind, just shot at when you force fed him drugs. Yeah. Why should he be excited to have a baby with you, you crazy, crazy person? True. Like, 
I I support Luke's reaction. I mean, I don't support Luke's reaction and be like, my dad can take care of that, but I support his reaction and be like, uh, I don't really want anything to do with you anymore. Yeah. I mean, the kids had a terrible night up until this. <laughs> I mean, can we kind of just let his reaction slide a little? <laughs> I know. A break. Let's just start over from here. Let's let's just go back to point zero. But I think the other thing too there is that his whole life, Steve has well since his mom died at least. Steve has been a bully and has been abusing him and pushing him to do what he wants. And Megan has just shown him that she's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. By tying up and getting him to do and say exactly what she wants. And when he didn't say what she wants, she abandoned him and left. So he's just seeing another straight up bully. Yeah. And I don't know that moment. Like, okay, so I was really getting frustrated with him, like untying himself. I'm like, just lean over and use your teeth, man. I could tell that he was close enough that he could do this. Like, just get it. Um, but he finally got himself loose. And then but him, guys, I don't know if it's like just all the feels that Luke has given me this episode. But him stumbling through the woods in the dark and scared. And then they're playing that like Lincoln Park song, which I love. Which is about suicide. So very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, I was like, oh my, like, I think I was, I had tears in my eyes. I was like, yeah. this is so sad right now. Like. I thought he was going to jump off himself is what I thought, actually. Yeah. Because he all he's, what he's hearing is. He's not hearing a single good thing about himself. It's every horrible thing that people who were supposed to be in his corner said about him. Yeah. Did Luke do some pretty awful, disgusting things? Absolutely he did. But you can see why he did them. And they were because people pushed him and pushed him and pushed him. And he didn't know which voice to trust. Well, that's the thing, though. And I mean, I don't know. no matter what he's done, I'm like, no one deserves no. to hear those things about the, and to, to feel like nope. you are completely alone in this world. I mean, that is just even Brent, who gross, like even him, I would feel bad at like no one deserves to feel like no one has your back and no mm-hmm. one is in your like corner. Like, I don't know. It's just a sad feeling. It was really sad. That song made me I love Linkin Park. That was like my favorite group. But I, I was too. really nervous watching him run through that group, run yeah. through those woods. Yeah. And also, the other thing I thought was, this is why I thought he was going to jump off because my thought was, why he gets lost so easily? Why wouldn't you take the road out, man? Mm-hmm. Why are you running through the woods? Take the road. Well, in but his defense, he's kind of drugged, so it's yeah. true. That is <laughs> but true. Think- but still, he was smart enough to grab a flashlight and get dressed mm-hmm. properly and get out of there. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, you went to the docks on purpose, though. I think, like, there was a reason there, like, he, mm-hmm. yeah. That so. was when I, it was when the song kicked on, I was like, uh-oh, that's why you didn't take the road. And then I was really nervous that he was looking for the, that was the moment I thought, he's looking for the lake to do something to himself. Yeah. I really thought that's where he was going with it. I thought, too. But I think that he pages someone, was it 752? Is that what he text? Is that what he paged? I couldn't see. I was trying to figure it it's out. A seven five, but I don't know what came after that because I wanted to see if I could. And of course, they're not going to. Sh- they're not going to be like, "Hey, this is what he what he paged somebody." Of course, they're not going to show us that. But the fact that he paged someone to come down there means that he doesn't have any intention of going anywhere. He was looking for someone to help him out of there, yes. and I think that that's why I think he's alive because I think that this was him saying, "I'm no good here." I, I can't stay here another minute. They, I'm I'm gonna die if I'm here. Either these crazy ladies are gonna come back and finish their job, or my father is gonna finish me off, and I need to get out. And I think yeah. that's who that's what he did. Yeah, <laughs> Isabella, man, she her crazy came out full fledged force in this episode, though. 
It did because like when they're tossing and turning in bed, like you can tell Megan looks worried and sad. Mm-hmm. Isabella, I couldn't place her look. I it to me it looked hurt, but also angry. She looked angry. <laughs> Real but, angry. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I don't know. Do we think either one I don't know? I guess we'll get into it later. I don't know if I can if I think either one of them went back or not. I'm not sure. Well, they both think the other one did though. Yeah. Whether or not they did, they we see in the let's get into the preview. We see in the preview that they show up to the cabin at the same time mm-hmm. and he's gone. So they both know that they came there together that morning, but they both think the other one went there in the middle of the night. So I don't know if they actually did. I know. I don't know. The fact that they showed them in bed is supposed to make us think that they didn't, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, it does not because they, no. you know, they're both wide awake when we leave the episode. Yep. They were sleeping. I mean, that page could have come through at any mm-hmm. moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It did look like masculine legs, though. I will say that. It did to me, too. So I, I do think it's a guy. But, I mean, it could be. I mean, who knows? I mean, it could just be the way they filmed it. I mean, you know, I think we can't rule anyone out completely. It could be that um, that's just who I want to see there, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> but, like, it. I know Brent, let's see, like, in the preview. So we've got, they go back to the cabin. We saw that. So Brent is also listening. It looks like he's listening to Megan talk to someone. You can see it's year 2000. You can see the back of her like hair with him at the door. I I can't I tell if that she's part talking of the to Steve. Yeah. He's standing like outside the door, almost like Parker was that day that she overheard mm-hmm. Isabella and Megan talking. So I can't tell who she, who she's talking, who she's talking to. Maybe Steve. I don't know. Cause I'm like, otherwise, why would he be listening in? I'm not sure. But whatever it is, Brent is telling Steve, like, you're destroying an innocent person's life. And so that could be Megan, because we see that she gets arrested. But that could also be Steve seemed like he had it out for Ned. And maybe if Brent is the one that came back, he would know for a fact that Ned is innocent. Mm-hmm. Or whoever we're trying to frame. He might, that might be how he knows they're innocent, because he knows something. And that's why he's, like, saying this. I have a theory about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But... I think too that I think he was talking about Megan because really who is the only person that Megan or that Brent has cared about this entire season? Yeah. Megan. Just Megan. I don't think he would care if he was destroying Ned. And I still believe that he was going to plant evidence in Ned's house. So I don't think he cares about Ned at all. I think he, he thinks Ned's a crazy person. He'd be happy to see him go. I think that yeah. he was talking to Steve about because we see Megan get arrested. Yeah. And I think that he's I think Steve Brent and Steve both know who did this to Luke. And he's telling him, you're ruining Megan's life. You can't, she didn't do anything. You're going to ruin it. So the one thing that confused me about this episode, uh-huh. that's not true. There's not only one thing. One of Lots. the things yeah. <laughs> that confused me about this episode was, okay, yes, yeah, someone came to the dock. Luke clearly doesn't want to die because he called someone down there. Why is he in the water vault and seemingly all by himself and then popping up at the end of the preview? Unless whoever he brought to the dock, they get in a fight and they think they've murdered him, but then he pops back out. But even then, I still feel like that's like giving us a lot of information in a preview. Mm-hmm. It is. So I don't know. I and don't we know. also see Steve sprinting through the forest. Okay, I missed that part of the preview. I paused it on that. He is running very fast through the forest. Interesting. Can we tell so, what time frame that was happening? No, because the preview doesn't doesn't do the color no. thing. It by the looks of it, it is two thousand winter of two thousand. But that's that's only going off of what he's wearing and what his face looks like. Hmm. But Steve's face doesn't really change at all that time, so it's no, no very no. difficult to pinpoint that. Yeah, 
So that's coming next week. Let's get into our final, final, final theories. I don't know if I can pick them, make them final, because I'm going to change my mind Like as soon as I rewatch all these episodes. Well, we're not going to hear another one. You guys aren't going to hear another one from us until Ugh. you're not. You're just not going to hear another one from us. <laughs> Unless they leave things open-ended and unanswered, then we'll discuss that next week. But that those won't be answered ever. <laughs> so let's get into what do we think actually happened. All right, I'm gonna read mine, but I'm I didn't not, read anybody's either. By the I'm way, I'm not super confident. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think any of us are very confident. Are you confident, right. Eve? Do you feel sure about it? All right, so <laughs> I'm just about anything. <laughs> as I read it, you'll hear the lack of confidence even in my typing as I wrote this up. I said <laughs> he called the sheriff, or maybe Brent, to help him get away and fake his death. Obviously, there's holes in the story. My gut wants to say the sheriff, but then why would he press so hard to blame the girls? This is me like talking to myself here, basically. This. Also, who was the body? Maybe a body from the morgue? I think he might very well be alive, but I'm not sure how he pulled this off and with who. Or is he dead and Brent did it, but not on purpose? <laughs> Maybe he told him about the tapes of Megan and Brent gets upset, fights with him, goes too far, Luke drowns. Honestly, I have no clue anymore. You're going to laugh really hard when I read you mine. (laughs) Okay. All right, Eve, what's yours? Okay. (laughs) I think, I said, I think maybe he called Jeff or Brent, and then I tossed Trevor in there, you know, just have a victorious. Just just for fun. Um, I think whoever he called, you know, to help him disappear or get out of the situation or help him somehow what kind of help he wants I'm still not sure on did he want to run away did he just want you know help with his ear that was almost shut off like I I don't know um and then I said but what about the bot what about the body because well I guess we'll get into this a little later because I don't think that that's I don't think that was Luke anymore um, whose body was pulled out of the lake and how was said body acquired? <laughs> I answered that though. <laughs> All right. The sheriff got a body from the morgue. This is what happened. I know when I was trying to think of who showed up, I was trying to think of like, who has like, who, is there any nurse that we know or any doctor that we know? And the I just now thought, well, Debbie seems to be, but then I forgot she worked for C, but she's like, seems very medically like that would maybe someone I would call. So I don't know, but my theory, Debbie is, Debbie has gone far too much in the background the last couple episodes for me to be comfortable about it. I had a little thought of, could it be Debbie he calls? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. So my theory is shockingly similar to yours, Jeanette. Oh, really? I, I think Luke Page, either, either Jeff or Ned, my first thought was Steve, but I don't think Luke would be shocked unless they had a total falling out, though it is Steve running through the woods. So maybe I'm leaning more toward Ned because I feel like Luke faked his own death and Ned would be most equipped to handle that. Maybe the sheriff, though, maybe they had a falling out over something his dad set, did or said. Luke does go in the water, as we've seen in the preview, but I don't know why. Or he does page Steve and Brent follows him. Here's the conversation. Freaks out of what he's done to Megan and shoves him in the water. Brent shoves him in the water and wants to do more. But Steve tries to stop it. When Luke dies, he tells Brent to go and he secures Luke down deep, never expecting him to come up so soon. And then he runs out. It's why he can identify the body so quickly. So it's, I think it's either that or Luke faked his own death. <laughs> He's either dead or he's alive. That's where I'm at. Yeah. You know what? I think it's one of those two. <laughs> one or the other. Definitely. Yeah. I, I feel pretty secure in that analysis. I think I'll, I'll jump on board with that. One or the other. 
So but, next question, is Luke dead? Sorry, um, you wanted to say something else about the series? Well, no, I just wanted to, because I'm going to, like, we're, this one particular episode, my daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 11, likes the show. She has some answers, too, so... She wanted to be on the podcast. We wouldn't let her. So the least I can do um, is mention. Jeanette wouldn't let her. I, me, mom, I know I wouldn't <laughs> let her. Okay, so um, she also thinks that it is either Brent or Jeff. Mm-hmm. Maureen, I want to say I don't think it's Ned because why would he have Ned's phone number? Like that's what I thought too. I was just trying to think of someone who would be shocked to show up, and Ned and Jeff are the this... only two I could think of shocked that he would show up. Because this is the year two thousand, so for any young children watching this, like here. Like, we had to actually memorize phone numbers. Like, they're not going to be just, like, in something. So, like, it had to be somebody's phone number you know off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. I doubt he has Ned's phone number. Unless Megan memorized. gave it to him for emergencies for something. But I doubt but, it. I don't think so. But, anyways, I don't think Luke is dead. I said, changing my mind now. I think he might be alive, and that's going to be our twist at the end. Um, and then you know who will be right when that happens. Well, we uh, for the record, I think in the earliest, if we were to look back, we all were on board, but he might still be alive. For I the record, I never jumped off mind. that ship. Well, that's true, but that's because you like to hang on to things like and refuse to let it go. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm right. That's because you've been dangling from the ship. Okay, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> You're just like everybody else has jumped off, so I'm gonna hang on <laughs> just to do it. But it may have paid off this time because I think I think you're right. I'm climbing back up. I'm on the rope coming back on the ship because I really think he's alive. I felt alone up here for too long. Well, give Eve, me what a do you hand think? And pull me back up. <laughs> I'm on board. Um, same as Jeanette. I'm climbing up on, back onto the boat right behind her. I said I'm convinced now that he's alive and someone helped him disappear, and that is going to be the twist at the end. I think we're going to be led to believe that he's dead right up until the last like couple minutes. Mm-hmm. That he's like in the so. wing somewhere holding the baby. Or Look, doing, still, something, doing something, living life. I don't know. If we find out that he's alive earlier than the last five minutes of the show, then the baby is going to be the twist at the end. I'm just saying. Like, because we're going to have, they have to give us a last minute twist. I will be mad if they do not. <laughs> because even though that upset me last season, that's my favorite part of last season. Why did it upset you? She went right and told the cops. <laughs> yeah. Prove me wrong, Jeanette. Prove I can't, me that's wrong. The thing. I can't prove you wrong. That's that is I my like point. This, though. So. <laughs> There will never be a continuation. It is what I want and it is what I say. That's what happens. The way you like it anyway. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so me, uh, they have not convinced me a single time in this entire series that he's dead. They also have not convinced me a single time in the series he's alive either. But I've been more towards he's alive somewhere. It just, there is something about that scene about how Steve came on and he said it's Luke. He said it too quickly the way he brushed up there. There was something that was just too quick. And of course, why would Steve be covering up his son's death? But still, it felt like maybe he, maybe Steve thinks Brent did it. So he's trying to get ahead of the curve to save his one remaining maybe. son. Maybe this that's why he's what, covering up. I mean, we all know. I mean, I, I harped on this for a long time. Like, I think we all did. There, something bothered me that we never saw a body. Mm-hmm. Because why? Why did you not show us the body? Why yep. did you not, at the very least, like... Did we not see like an actual funeral where we saw the body there? Like there's, there's just a memorial. There's gotta be a reason why Mm -hmm. no one, but the body, like, 
and i mean the sheriff if he knew it was like somehow faked and like we got like a john doe from the morgue or whatever put him in loose clothes whatever we did like the the sheriff would be in on it so it'd be easy i think to cover it up and maybe just something to the effects of the clothes or something that steve just assumed it was you know i don't know but is he that corrupt to arrest megan on murder charges for a guy he knows is alive that is the part that's messing with me unless he is really uh, unless it is strictly because of like what they've like done to unless because he says you're arrested for the murder but they kind of did leave luke to die i mean like he Mm -hmm. could i don't think he would have bled out i mean like he would have been fine but anything could have happened he was also drugged laying on his back what if he had thrown up i mean like there are lots of things that were wrong with how they left him tied up 100 percent. so but to charge someone murder of somebody is a significantly bigger sentence than attempted murder but the sheriff I, i don't there's also we have harped so hard on the relationship between him and luke and for what like maybe maybe he would do a whole lot for luke i'm sure he would but i I think i think he's gonna do a whole lot for luke then he would also be a guy who yeah he's gonna fake luke's death but he's not gonna charge someone else for the murder when he knows that he's alive i think that i think he might think luke is dead but i think that steve has pushed him through bribery through threats through whatever that hey one of these girls did it i know they did it do something yeah because that arresting megan compiled with brent saying you're going to ruin someone innocent the only person that brent cares about is megan so there is something that the sheriff is involved so because we we can't forget all the little although maybe the gambling was a freaking green ring pop they could have just like clearly debbie's illness was hmm, debbie's illness was more than just a ring pop debbie's illness was a straight up lie misdirect to get us to think something nefarious yeah that if they if they do not address that so help me, I am writing Jessica Beal a very strongly worded letter. Well, they haven't said anything since that one episode, so who knows? But she has been awfully quiet there in the background these last two episodes. When she was fairly vocal and front and center. I know. I agree. Something is up there. All right, so do the girls know what happened to him? No, I think the last thing they know is they left him at the cabin. Where were you, Eve? Yeah, same thing. They know nothing after they left the cabin, but they each think... The other did it. That's kind of where I'm at too. Whatever it is. (laughs) I think what Megan told her she thought Isabella did is really what she thinks Isabella did. That she went back to the cabin. Also, who who claimed that? Someone on our podcast was like, she said she went back to the cabin. So they were together. One of you guys, it wasn't me, but one of you guys had said that and called that out. So you were right about that. Whoever it was, take your credit. I don't don't remember anymore, (laughs) if I'm being honest. That they went back. Mm-hmm. so i think no they don't know they left him at the cabin that night and they returned together the next morning but both think the other went there in the middle of the night and did something mm-hmm. especially now that they found a body they think that they did something so i think actually what we see that one episode where it ends with both of them telling on the other one i think that they're really telling the officer what they truly genuinely think happened think happened yeah all right so who or what was he running away from um I mean, I think as far as, like, the letter, I think, is made up. Mm-hmm. So I still think that Megan wrote that. That's just whatever. But I think he was running away from his future that Steve had planned out and all the mistakes that he had made that year. Okay. Eve, what about you? I think he's running from the future that Steve mapped out for him and whoever he's turned into. Even though I did feel a little bad mm-hmm. for so, yeah. I mean, especially when he was shot in the ear. I mean, how can... <laughs> not feel bad for someone who's been shot in the ear and that's like, true 
That's a good call. Good call. We are decent human beings over here at yes. FFC. <laughs> yes. Also, it's the person people, other people have made him into. I think what he's running from is his life. All the things that the girls and every other person said to him, he wanted out. I think Megan wrote the letter after, not to cover for herself, but I think she was trying to ease Brent and Steve from thinking the worst because I think she really did think he ran away because he yeah. had said that to her. So I think that she was thinking, if I write this letter, then they won't keep looking for him and they will let him go. But I, that obviously backfired spectacularly. All right, so what happened to um, Lisa and St. Barnes? I think that they, we're not going to find out anything else about this. Even if we do, I think it'll be a blip in next week's episode. But has your opinions changed at all? No. No, same. mine hasn't either. Mine's been the same as it I haven't even thought about that uh, no. part of the storyline in weeks, so... I maintain my viewpoint of Trevor and Isabel's role in it. Will not change. So what happened to Megan's baby? This is where, like, okay. So this is where I'm confused. I mean, I would say a miscarriage. Um, because I don't think abortion anymore is not after her reaction to what Mm -hmm. Luke had to say. But here's my thing too. Why have we not said what happened to it yet? Why? Why would we just say that we have miscarriage? Like, why did her why was she so weird to talk about it with her mom? I this is my like theory that I've hung on to all season that I really hope I get to say that I'm right. I really feel like there's a possibility as well that she hid the pregnancy and was able to actually give birth to the baby and it's like somewhere because mm-hmm. I just that's a, it's just like not seeing Luke's body. Yeah. Why have we not addressed this yet? Because I don't see the purpose we if we're led to believe that she's no longer pregnant now, like why wouldn't we just say it? Like I don't understand i guess so Mm -hmm. i think it could be a last minute twist that the baby is alive Mm -hmm. and maybe that's where ned maybe ned really has helped her with that and is like taking care like i don't know i just feel like there could be something there maybe that's why she saw the code because she went over there with the baby and he was taking care of it so that's how she knew the code maybe yeah i think it's possible what do you think eve miscarriage or gave birth and the baby's in hiding and the former Sorry, the latter is what I'm leaning more towards, that the baby is alive and well somewhere with somebody. Mm-hmm. Where that somewhere is and who that someone is, <laughs> I, I, I'm TBD. sorry, nothing else. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I think I was leaning more towards Miskit. Now, when I wrote this out day ago, two days ago, whenever I did this, I was leaning more towards miscarriage. But here's here's my thing something has made her turn this dark and gothic person going from how she dressed, how she appeared, how she presented herself in winter of 99 to summer of 2000, something massive imploded. And it's more than just my boyfriend, father, my baby ran away. Something huge has happened. So that's why I thought abortion, that and the first sentence that she ever said that she did this and she heavily, heavily regrets it and sort of hates herself now. And that's, her clothing and her persona is reflected in that is what I think. But now talking to you guys, I'm starting to believe that there's a theory of she could, the baby could very well be alive and that's very plausible. So my overall theory at the moment is she either had a miscarriage, she aborted it or the baby was born. Yeah. I think, I think that's solid as well. I I can't really think of any other possibilities that exist in there. So (laughs) You know what's going to happen is I am going to be right on all of my theories (laughs) tomorrow. I see what you're doing there. (laughs) I do what I can. Every every single possibility. Why not? All right. So why was there blood in the cabin? 
I think same as we've been saying, whatever happened to the baby is what caused the blood in the cabin. My only thing there is, no, she's very clearly not pregnant the start of winter 2000. Has she been this dark for months, for weeks? Or did she maybe just have the baby a couple days prior? And then all of a sudden she's like, I'm going to go goth. How long has she been this dark persona? We don't know. But the day that she waits till his body is found to go clean the blood from the cabin. How long was that blood there is my only question. And why did she wait that long? That's true. I don't know. I think that's a really weird like scenario anyways. Because I feel like let's say the blood isn't from the baby. It's from that night. Like you notice the sheets. Did you notice that too? The sheets when she's cleaning up that blood on the floor, the sheets are in the pile next to her, which mm-hmm. tells me you didn't go get the sheets either. You just left like those did cops like, did not do a very good job. If that's the case, like that would be the first place you would look because Luke spends a lot of time at the cabin. We like, did. They did make a point actually. Now I'm thinking about this episode to show Luke dripping blood on the floor. I saw that too. They made a point to show that roughly where she was sitting but why didn't the police pick up on that blood spot spot or the sheets why did they miss that weird i mean they had to have checked the cabin right like they if a person goes missing you check all the places that are known to them right i mean i'm not a cop but i watch a lot you know a lot of cop tv and i would think doctor look no no hank boyd would have checked the cabin yes that's all i can say I don't know, man. It's I don't weird. know. And if it's from the baby, would there really be that little amount of blood? Or was there more blood than I'm remembering? So I'm not, I don't believe it's from the baby anymore. Although, even though it's, that's what I wrote this week was from what happened with well, the baby. I don't, I don't think now, it's the baby. Now that I'm just saying that, because I just now had a visual of the sheets being on the floor next to because I just rewatched these episodes. The sheets are on the floor next to her when she's scrubbing that spot. So she, So that's when she took those as well. Did she hide them in the floor? But <laughs> so much of this doesn't make sense. If she hid it somewhere, they would have found it when they found the backpack. They better I'm make this really bothered sense. by all this blood that the police missed. Yes. So I'm not sure if we're just confused about timelines here or if the cops in this town are just really awful. Well, you know, maybe this is why they didn't check it because the sheriff knows he's not dead. So he didn't bother going to the cabin. Oh, I've solved the mystery. Mike okay. dropped for real this time. <laughs> that could work because there ha- we talked about how competent the sheriff appears to be. Maybe also, what he's trying to do is solve what they did to Luke leading up to us so Luke could return. Listen, I got this too. This is why we had a problem. <laughs> She's using her quiet him. voice. <laughs> we had our problem with how like they isolated those sounds from the party. Well, they didn't. They didn't need to because Luke just told him about it. So see, that didn't happen either. How could Luke possibly know that that's what they said at the party? Maybe they told him. No, they did not. I'm just saying all the bad cop cop hey, stuff you, that's been You need going to pick on, the mic up again because that just pulls you farther from it. No, I still believe it. It's happening. <laughs> the sheriff helped him run away. Everything up until that last thing, I think, is very... There has to be a reason they didn't find that before. And then after the body showed up, then they went to the cabin for the first time. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. All of this would make more sense if that's how it happened. All of it. Well, because that's how it happened. <laughs> look at you trying not to look <laughs> smug and completely failing. 
I'm not. I don't <laughs> think I'm actually right. But all right, well, be. I think that's plausible. I mean, there has to be a reason that they didn't find that crap. What role does Ned? <laughs> I like that it still says crazy neighbor in parentheses next to him. What role does Ned play? I mean, I still think his cameras might be something that we see in this last episode. Um, because I feel like we talked about that. Why not? They're gonna reveal something, and then I think I think he's got their baby hidden away in this little panic room. He's got their what? The baby. <laughs> what do you think, you? I think I love how Jeanette just said baby, but <gasps> she says it that way every time. I know the way you say it. Um, where am I reading? Okay. I don't think he's relevant to Luke's disappearance except to be used as a scapegoat and or possibly be the one who helps put the pieces together thanks to his cameras. Or maybe Ned is a whole nice giant ring pop. Maybe he served his purpose already. Yeah, maybe his purpose has has been served already and that's all we're gonna get. But I feel like there's Maybe just a tiny bit more to Ned's involvement mm-hmm. that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I think there's got to be a little. I think Debbie and Ned featured so heavily and now are kind of radio silent that it makes me suspicious. Yeah. I think Ned, his security tapes will shine a light and maybe Luke reached out to him. He will be a scapegoat for Steve, I think. Or at least Steve hopes to use him that way. Mm-hmm. So the next question is what is Debbie sick with? Now let's read exactly what we wrote. What is Debbie sick with, Jeanette? I said, no idea. Will they even mention this again? <laughs> mine says, mine says, guess we'll find out next week. Or will they not fill in this plot hole? Okay, same thing. <laughs> and and Eve, Eve says, <laughs> not a clue. Glad she's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really confused about this whole Debbie thing because it seemed to be a big thing. Yeah, because she had that giant pillbox. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It was like my grandpa's, y'all. It was like a big pillbox. The first half of the season, they seemed to be making a big deal. Absolutely. Like, I didn't think Debbie was going to make it. This is how big of a deal. Like, they made it. She has these pills and everything. And now all of a sudden, it's like nothing. Also, where on earth is Lily? She was back. She's she's at Olivia's again. I was going to say she's at Olivia's. (laughs) She was back for one episode. And now she's gone again, so maybe she's... I'd still say maybe maybe Lily maybe did it. Maybe she has the baby. Maybe that's why there he was go. so surprised that Lily showed up at the dock, because she doesn't have a driver's license. This is why Luke was like, I really didn't think you'd show up. <laughs> you know, we started this episode, each one of us thought of two people that showed up at the dock. <laughs> We're at the end of this episode, and we've got like a list of 17 people who could have showed up there. I mean, well, it's... You know what? They're giving us next to nothing. It's so bound to be I... one of them. <laughs> true. We're all going to be wrong. <laughs> Somebody showed up at that dock. Okay, we saw their legs. So. What if that's just his imagination? What if we end up seeing him fight oh with Nier? Gosh. What if it's Keanu Reeves who just shows up? <laughs> I would like that, actually. Let's do that. <laughs> of course he's surprised that Nero showed up. I'd be okay with that. Bring I, Keanu Reeves. That would explain why he's in the water by himself and there's nobody on the dock. He's like fighting. Because he's yeah, fighting he's... with himself. Somebody's trying to drown him. Yeah. <laughs> all right so uh last question is one of those pills and i think this is the last time we need to answer this because it did match she grabbed them the only reason i left it in we left it in this week is because yeah. we see isabella grab that exact pill bottle off the, they made a point of showing the pill bottle yeah it's almost like they hear us asking these questions <laughs> retroactively 
Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shoot, FFC asked this question. We got to make sure we hyper focus on that this week. I mean, I'm sure. Thanks, guys. Case, right? <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. So next week will be the final episode of season two of Cruel Summer. I'm going to miss these because so they really add for it was funny that all of us in the beginning were kind of like, it didn't it wasn't as immediately good as the last one but this has left us more like i must figure out what this is more than the last one did it's better Mm -hmm. yeah i I still stand by i like some of my characters last season Mm -hmm. a little bit better absolutely but the storyline is so much better Mm -hmm. and this one involves a murder so possibly or did it Maybe That's why this scene is good because we can't even say definitively what it's about. <laughs> we have no idea. We at least knew that Kate was abducted. We knew Someone where she was at Martin's died, house. Or they didn't. We don't know. <laughs> well, with last season, we knew the two big things for mm-hmm. a really long time that mm-hmm. Kate disappeared somehow and yes. that Martin was creepy as anything. We knew it was Martin his own fault was for that. being good looking. They miss Blakely. The, dip- the difference there was that last season they gave us the beginning and they gave us the end. And then we were trying to fit together all the pieces in between. This season, they didn't actually give us the end. They got us what they want us to believe is the end. And then they kept changing it as the season went. So I think that's the difference here. That's what's driving us all insane in a good way, not in a bad way. It's it's keeping us. I think that some of us have said that now we're thinking about it in the middle of the night. I am. I wake up sometimes and I think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to need this. Let's get this strike over with. Let's get started on yes. season three because yes, please. I'm ready already. <laughs> so next week will be the final one. We will see who's right and who's wrong. And honestly, I can't keep track of how many times my theories have changed. I mean, we started, I think it was only halfway through when we started keeping track of our theories. So there's a whole no. bunch. There's the big ones that I can remember, like Trevor did it. And did what? I don't know. Trevor's responsible for something and Luke is alive. Is involved. I get that like mm-hmm. award because I'm the only one that's really stuck on that one so far. Yes. Just saying. Something. You can have something. Come on, Sheriff Meyer. <laughs> I will and the baby's to- alive. And if the baby's alive, because I've started that thing too. Yes, so. did. What did you say, Eve? I will present Jeanette an award Yay. if she is right about those two things or even one of those things. We so. did last week, by the way, we did crow about how right Eve was. I don't remember what you were right about, but we did say we read exactly what you wrote. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Bella brought the gun. Yes. Yep. So we did. I, like, I knew it. I was right about at least one thing. And if that's the only thing I'm right about this that's season, right. which is 100% a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Then <laughs> I'm okay with that. And we did say that Jeanette was like, well, if I would have been on there, I would have jumped on that bad wagon too. I did say that as we heard you talk, Amanda, like, oh, I like E's idea. I'm going to go with E's idea. Yeah, as I was listening, I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's better than him shooting his own ear. Let's do that. <laughs> well, really, anything was better than him shooting his own ear because Look. that's all I had for a while. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but that's all we've got. So that's what it is. My favorite yeah, thing about the theory was both of you would write every week. He shoots his own ear. I know it doesn't make sense. I haven't figured that part out yet. And then with Debbie being <laughs> sick, it was, I don't know, something that requires a lot of pills. <laughs> we don't know. All right. So this is the last one you're going to get from us that is an honest to goodness theory session. Next week, next Friday, we are coming at you with our final Cruel Summer. We are going to give you a comprehensive review of what we thought about the season. We'll tell you 
I think we're going to have to talk about what actually happened. I was thinking maybe we won't tell you what happened, but we're going to have to tell you what happened. There's Sorry, no if you're not on that, that. If you're not on that train and if you're not on the boat, maybe don't listen next week, but we are going to tell you what happened because we want to be like, hey, we were wrong. Oh, I never would have thought of this, whatever. So next week, tune in for that. There will be spoilers. So make sure you are caught up before you listen to it next week. Wednesday, we are coming at you with a, it's going to be me, even Amanda coming at you next Wednesday with, I'm really excited about this one with uh, the Netflix lifestyle reality shows. I don't think I've been this excited to talk about Netflix shows. Oh no, I'd, I've been like waiting and waiting <gasps> recording, so. So next Wednesday, you're getting that with me, even Amanda. Stay tuned for our final episode of our Netflix shows after that, which we'll be talking about feel-good movies. And then we have one more episode of the summer coming at you before we take a little break. And that is a review of the summer I Turned Pretty. So make sure you are watching that. Comes out Thursdays at, does it come out at 8 Eastern? Yes. 8 Eastern, 7 Central on Thursdays on Amazon Prime. Now, we know it's not a regular streaming session or channel that we talk about, but throughout the strikes, we will be talking about several streaming platforms and shows that are available on them. So make sure you watch that before you hear our review, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>